and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? <laughs> How's everybody doing? That's terrific. Mm-hmm. It is terrific. Uh, yeah, no, it's been, uh, I guess it's been a pretty eventful week in yeah? certain regards. I mean, there, there's been things that happened. I mean, we, uh... Got word that uh, there's been a bunch of layoffs at uh, DC Comics. Yeah, a lot of editors, a lot of people in the uh, in the comp like that oversee a lot of oversee books. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty wild. It is pretty wild. We got that. We got pretty much the entire streaming service for uh, DC Universe. Which I mean, now that they have HBO, HBO Max. Max, is kind of redundant. So that one I kind of saw coming. It is redundant. It's really it was pretty redundant. It's really um, silly, you know that the yeah. fact that you know you have the separate service, but you could pretty much get like like it's, it's, say, it's it, it depends because like you look at DC Universe and it's like some movies are here, but then you have to go over to HBO Max to watch the rest of the movies. But you can't watch like everything right you know like you should just be able to watch everything in one spot right so, so i don't that, know I, I think that'll be phased out i don't know if it's just going to be like a comic book service or what i'm fine with that yeah which uh, would be if fine. they do that because that would be great um i i've had the dc app uh and i've had the service for about a year for comics and i haven't really done much with it recently but i love it yeah it's it's great because there's so much stuff just to read and all that so i hope it does that part of part of it sticks around in the way the way it is, I don't really want that to change. But I guess you know, as far as like the streaming service pertaining to all the original content and movies and cartoons and stuff, you know, I mean that hasn't apparently done as well as they would want to. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's made mostly because you can't get it everywhere. Well, yeah, I mean, it took us forever to finally, you know, because we were waiting for it to come to the smart TV, we were waiting for it to come to the PlayStation. Uh-huh. So eventually we just had to shove it on a fire stick. Yeah, which I think it was there to it wasn't always there to start. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't there to start with, which is ridiculous because it, and I know that, you know, apparently they're trying to like make these deals hmm. to do that. They still they're still not done. And I don't know why that wouldn't be done if you want to make this thing a success. I don't think that's the point anymore. Now, they're just trying to figure out what the hell's next. Sure. And, you know, how they can get out of it. Like it's not even a Roku. You know, like Roku right. usually has a lot of shit that uh, a lot of my a lot of my other stuff doesn't have. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's just it's a shame that because again, it's like you know what I was saying before a couple of episodes ago, and it just feels like they're not nearly as ubiquitous as as a uh, Marvel. Well, hopefully, if they go to HBO Max, I feel like that's a lot more accessible. Well, it'll be I definitely mean, more accessible. I, get, yeah. I agree with that. But I'm talking like in terms of just promoting the, you know, what DC Comics is. I just feel, I mean, it, obviously, there's people know who Batman and Superman is. Sure. But it's a lot like, I was thinking about this just now, but Marvel's a lot like WWE. Mm, okay. And DC is a lot like WCW, where WCW has, you know, or DC has a strong fan base, but it's like only cater, it only, it only doesn't really. And this is we're talking about like an attitude era. Mm. It caters to a certain amount of people, but it doesn't feel like it actually grows. Mm-hmm. Whereas WWE or Marvel continues to grow and continues to, you know, one up itself. Because as I was saying this before about like DC and their toys, mm. you know. It, well, they shut that whole DC collect- collectibles division down. I mean, so. that doesn't mean there's not going to be any toys. But I no, feel it like doesn't. But I feel like there's, there isn't shit anyways. Like you go right. to like you go Which to. Which we like, have complained about. Like you go to a store. I mean, we don't have like dedicated toy stores anymore. But if you go to like a toy section, you know, you don't of like a Target or a Walmart. Like you don't really. I feel like you don't really see enough DC stuff. Right. You know, and it just feels like. I mean, I, I don't know what why that is, because if you were DC and you wanted people to have Superman and Batman figures and fucking put Superman and Batman figures up there. And they do, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. So, and, and, and I guess somebody was saying this and, or so I just read this on, I read this on a tweet. So <laughs> I read this on a tweet. Someone so on Twitter said, somebody on Twitter said since the AT&T merger, cause I trying to figure out exactly what this was, but AT&T mm-hmm. bought the Warner media. What that means is AT&T is trying to figure out somebody was, somebody was trying like, AT&T is trying to figure out how to focus on the street, their streaming stuff mm-hmm. on the streaming stuff. And eventually they will just do away with the, the print aspect of DC comics. Like they're just going to shut that down. Mm. 
and I don't know, and that's something where I don't want that. No, we don't want that for one, and it's something where you think that it can't happen. I mean, it totally can happen, but, but it totally can happen. There's something to be said for physical media, and I mean, I under, I mean, we bitch about how much space our comics take up. Like, let's yeah. let's be honest, because they do. They take up a lot of fucking space, and it's so much easier just to be like everything's on the cl- it's in the cloud. Yeah, but then. What happens when you lose power, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I need I need the what, trades. Yeah, exactly. Like I need books. What happens tomorrow if there's some sort of like a solar flare or electromagnetic pulse and we're all fucking dead in the water? You can't watch TV. You can't go on the Internet. Your phone's a fucking brick. What do you do? Well, you've got to well, read some. I mean, if you need to be entertained, yes. <laughs> you know, that's what you would do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty uh, it's pretty it's pretty messed up. And then like also like so they laid off like a lot of like, you know, executives um, people that in charge of, a lot, you know, like a lot of, you know, cause obviously COVID has played a part into this and it's, you know, it sucks for a lot of people that got their jobs, you know, that they don't have jobs. I mean, especially in this time of, you know, weirdness, but like company, like a company like AT&T merging with, you know, Warner, they're like, well, where do we have redundancies? Right. You know, and that, that happens a lot, you know, oh, absolutely. You, you I know, mean, you can't have a, a, this guy at AT&T and this guy at Warner. It's like, you know, just have somebody one guy do everything and right. pick their guy. I was just going to say, I um, I really wish it was fall. Yes. It has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I just really wish it was fall. But my, my new thing is I want to take a day off in October uh-huh. and I want to go wander around a cemetery. Yeah. Get back in touch with my gothness. Well, we were talking about it the other day and I just really... It's a really good idea, right? Well, it dawned on me that I was like, man, it's been a long time since I've been to a cemetery. And that's something I said out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, hey, how come I haven't been to a cemetery in a while? Yeah, there's a pretty sweet one I'd here. Probably, it's probably been at least three years. Well, it's, yeah, it's been a while, but I mean, like, they're just to look at cool shit. Maybe I'll see a zombie. I don't know. That's how when, fucking, that's how fucking Nightmare, uh, not Night, uh, Night of the Living Dead starts. They're yeah. just walking around a fucking, whatever, a graveyard, and there's the, there's Bill Hinsman fucking shambling through the fucking things, and that, that's the zombie. Yeah. And then all the zombies start coming. It's like, well, maybe that'll happen. Yeah. Or maybe we'll just hang out. Yeah, I just kind of want to go look. There's a really cool one in Denver that's been around for a long time. Fairmount Cemetery. And it's got some cool shit. I just kind of want to go wander around. Yeah. Hang out on a nice fall day. I can't wait. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Yeah. And, uh, in Colorado in the fall is pretty nice. It is pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's not New England in the fall. I will say that there really isn't a fall in Colorado. It's like four days and then you're into winter. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll get um, We'll see. <laughs> but if we can get a nice fall day and the, the leaves are not nearly as spectacular yeah. as they are back east. Yeah. It's all yellow out here. But still, I am really looking forward to it. I can't wait for Halloween. I mean, literally the calendar changed to August 1st and I'm like, all right. Spooky season. Where is it? Yeah. Well, it's going to so. be a weird Halloween, but... It doesn't matter. I still want matter. Halloween. Cause it's, cause it's still, I want it's Halloween still... in fall. Like, I'm already <clears throat> drinking apple cider. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that's the I know how... you bought, like, three boxes today. You're just... four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because they, there was this great place, which I don't know if it's still going to be open after COVID, um, but up in Estes Park, where I'd also like to stay at Stanley. Just going to put that out there. Uh, so, at Estes Park, there was this cool whiskey distillery that we went to yeah. a while ago and they had really good apple liquor liqueur liqueur which tastes amazing in apple cider yeah they also have a pumpkin one not too bad in apple cider i've had to switch over to that because we drank all the well i drank <laughs> all of the apple yeah, you're, you, you really you really polished that bottle off yeah i mean we bought it last fall i know but i don't think i really touched it as much no i did because I, I haven't i put it in my stuff i haven't done uh booze booze in a while yeah i just put a little bit a little bit. So take the edge off. Yeah, just take the edge off, you know, yeah. making quarantine better. But yeah, so I'm already like switched over. I'm like, where's my cider? Totally ready. So. Well, speaking of, since we're talking about Halloween. Yes. Because we're always talking about Halloween. It's my favorite. Every day is Halloween. Yeah. Per ministry. There's a documentary on Shudder, mm. which uh, is called In the Search in Search of Darkness. It's uh, a couple, like, like, like a year, however long ago, like you're, you're, two ago there was a kickstarter going around for this mm-hmm. documentary and a lot because i would see it on like the videos for like cinemassacre or whatever it was promoted as this super long documentary that covers movies from the horror movies from the 80s mm-hmm. you know and it has a lot of talking heads and stuff and they're gonna have all these people on it well the movie got made yeah 
and it was out. It is really super long. And it's out. And as promised, it is a long documentary. It is four hours long. And it's on Shudder. I guess I feel like it's a trend because there's also the Never Sleep Again Mm-hmm. documentary which is about uh the nightmare on Elm street movies as well as right. the uh, there's another one uh crystal lake memories which is about the friday 13th uh-huh. and this one is just all about like 80s and there's like they're they're like four all these documentaries are like four hours long yeah but it's just they go year by year yeah and it's just like let's talk about this movie and it's a lot like i love the 80s or i love the 90s on VH1. kind of yeah you know without all the without you know fucking paul tompkins or whatever it's yeah just like tom atkins and uh, but well, they, yeah, so they video do video game is, nerd and yeah, because like, James Rolfe was on there. But they talk to they, a bunch of other what people. they'll do is they'll come, they'll go year by year, and then they'll bring up like certain movies, yeah, and talk about them, and they'll talk to some of the people that were in them, and they'll just get perspective. And I mean, it's a lot of fun uh, because I love that sort of stuff. It's like I know, hey, it's like a big list. Yeah, I like lists. I like when you're like, hey, here's this thing, and now we're going to talk about it, and here's this other thing, and now we're talking about it. I just, I just like it. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, there's a bunch of movies on there that I was kind of like, oh, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I could watch it and not even just lose track of time. Yeah. Because I started watching, you know, I knew it was that long, but I was started watching. I think it was like 10 o'clock on like, it was like late on like a Saturday night mm-hmm. and or Friday night or whatever. And it just fucking flew by. I got like halfway through. And I could have stayed up the whole night watching it, you yeah. know, and then you just watch it. It just it just flies by because it's just, you know, one thing after another. And they do like interstitials between talking about certain deals or whatever. And Tom Atkins just seems like he'd well, be a real fun guy to hang out. Yeah, with. Well, <laughs> well, Tom Atkins, of course, uh, star of Night of the Creeps and Jen's favorite movie. One of you. Yeah. One of favorite, one of her favorite movies. And I, I like it a lot, too. Uh, Halloween three. Yep. Halloween three season of the witch. The, we, 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 we call the, he's apparently a doctor that but he's, he's, i still don't understand he's a very how. drunk belligerent doctor he's just like i'm a doctor who's gonna solve a mystery like, but I'm okay. also, and i'm also drinking i also got some roads i'm literally drunk this entire movie it's such a great movie I but like he's it. just talking about the movie and just being like he's just he loves the idea that he's like he's just like fuck it i'm just kind of actor that he's just been in so many of these movies and because he's in more than just those two There's yeah, he's like in a lot of stuff. five of them or something that he talks about yeah he's in a lot of a uh, lot of stuff yeah no it's it's uh, I highly recommend it. Kind of hope they do a follow up and maybe just do them year by year or something. I don't know. I, I would love it if that was like a show on Shutter. Yeah. Yeah. Because Shutter's actually got some pretty good original programming, like documentary stuff that we've uh, come across. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, some of the like narrative stuff, like the host apparently is very uh, good. Apparently it's very good. Yeah. So uh, I think we should give that a shot. There, there's some good stuff on there. And uh, Shutter's awesome. But. Uh, so there's that. And then uh, last thing I wanted to touch on. I think you want to talk about your game thing. Well, yeah, I was just real briefly like I went to. So I'm a part of this group was for classic gamers in Colorado. So it's like a retro gaming group and they'll have like swap meets. They used to do one at the one up uh-huh. over up the street. Uh, but since that place is not open because of COVID, you know, they haven't been able to do one in a while. So they opted to do one in Castle Rock and that one was in a like a like a park, park pavilion or something like that outside outside and which is good which is great yeah it was great because everybody was distanced you know i mean there was people there there were people there yeah but it's always better to have like a you know outdoors is a lot better than being cooped you know, up shoving people into like one space well also too what's great is that if i wanted to if i wanted to see if i want if i if other people were looking at something and i wanted to get a peek i could stand back and just kind of look and not really like congregate too close around people right you know and obviously everybody had masks i had my gloves so good good you know so i was uh not I was digging d- through any of that crap yeah i didn't want to dig through that crap but i did you know at the same time you know you know i was digging through stuff I, and i've Somehow, of course, it's like I go I, every time I, go, I feel like I go to video game conventions and I find action figures. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found the the one time we went to that one out in. Uh, oh, fuck. What was that? The way up north. Greeley. Greeley. Yeah. I got like a Superman uh, superpowers and uh, Toy Biz Eric the Red. And this one, some guy just had a bag of gimmicks and I found like a Toy Biz uh, Space Riders Beast and Toy Biz Vengeance. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, I don't know, two for five. And I was like, great. Nice. Which is way less than I would be paying if I was trying to like hunt them down and like on like Mercari or something like that. Right. Um, and then I did buy a few games about Street Fighter 2010 for my NES, mm-hmm. for my, you know, for the NES. And I also bought a PlayStation 2. 
Because uh-huh. PlayStation 2 was, uh, I, I, I had that after I had the N64. Or I shared the N64 brand with my brothers. Right. But the PlayStation 2 was something I think. I think the first console I bought on my own. That one, uh, I had I had a, I had a, yeah, I bought an original one and then I actually ended up getting a slim. And then mm. I, yeah, and this, I found a, a silver one at this place and it was like seven, five bucks with like all the cords and uh, maybe it was less, but I, I was like, fine, why not? Because I mean, it's again, people are selling all sorts of consoles there. I mean, there's a shit ton of like. Colecos and Ataris and GameCubes and mm-hmm. Wii's or whatever. And then uh, somebody had a Saturn, a Sega Saturn, which I was tempted to get, but I don't really have the affinity for Saturn like I did PlayStation 2. Um, so, yeah. So now I have to find some games. I bought the superhero. I bought uh, Justice League Heroes. Mm-hmm. This guy was like, yeah, I like that for sales. Well, it doesn't work. Oh, no. Because well, the, the, the cart's like scratched up. I mean, yeah. it's, it's cheap. But sure. like. And like maybe it'll work at some point. Like it low, like the screen. One of the screens loads, but it doesn't continue. So I don't know if that's something. If it just needs some like cleaning. Mm-hmm. But I tried out my copy of uh, PlayStation One's WCW versus the World, and that works great. So I'm excited because now I can also maybe play some PlayStation One games, which is something I didn't really consider when I originally had a PlayStation. So, and then uh, I also I forgot to tell you this: there was a guy there mm-hmm. who he was wearing an NWO shirt. Oh yeah. And I wanted to buy something for him because I just wanted to buy it and just be like, for life. And just give him like the, the wolf pack. <laughs> he probably would know. And he's like, you know, if you know, you know. Uh-huh. But uh, sadly, he didn't have anything I wanted to get. So. Oh, I'm sorry, babe. You still, you could have still given him the for life. Oh, but mm-hmm. actually comic book related. There mm-hmm. was a guy there. I don't even know his name, but he was just telling me. Oh, the guy with the pins? Well, he was, because I was wearing my Creeper shirt. Yes. And he looks at my shirt. It's oh, a cool shirt. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I've been drawing that forever because I draw these pins or whatever and he he apparently draws like dc characters or whatever maybe draws other stuff but i know he's mentioned he draws the dc characters for these uh, enamel pins from a company called Fansets. uh-huh and i guess they're based out of here yeah like in Colorado, Colorado somewhere. Yeah. i think like colorado springs or maybe maybe somewhere else sure and uh he was telling me about all these other ones that they got coming up you know and he's like yeah i was drawing i got i've been trying to draw I've been having to draw like the creeper and all these other ones. And, and he was telling me about these other ones that are already out. And I was like, God damn, I think I need, a, I need a whole bunch of them. Cause it, yeah. I kind of just want to get my guys. Uh-huh. So there's, you know, there's a Dr. Fate. Um, I think I have Dr. Fate and red tornado already, mm-hmm. but there's, yeah. like a, there's the question. There's Phantom stranger, Phantom stranger. I mean, there's, there's swap thing. I mean, they're, and they're pretty, I mean, there's nail pins, but, I like that stuff. I think I think I kind of like it. So we'll we'll see. So if you if you do check out fan sets and uh, you are a local Coloradan, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. so supporting a local business. So well, I guess we take a break. Mm-hmm. We'll come back and we'll talk about our book for this week. The Justice League wouldn't help him, so Batman formed a new team. These people of power are all looking for something, be it their past or a purpose or simply somewhere to fit in. These are the heroes for a troubled age. They are the Outsiders. We are the Outsiders. Oh, we are the Outsiders. Covering Mike W. Barr's 1983 series from the very beginning as they face villains no other team can, like Agent Orange. The Force of July, and the Nuclear Family. <laughs> Puns. This is The Outcasters, a Batman and the Outsiders podcast. Look for us with The Huntress Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Or listen at our website, thehuntresspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at BatOutcasters. We are The Outcasters. Because to live outside the law, you must be honest. All right, we're back here. Worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is OMAC, volume three, number three from November 2006. Yet another selection from our list. Quarantine. uh, Quarantine comics. And uh, this actually might be one of the last ones we're going to do from that list or from that pile. Uh, I kind of decided that. 
as much as we I would love to keep doing them throughout quarantine just to prove the point. Uh, I don't really want to. Yeah, it's getting a little old. It's getting a little bit old, and I kind of will go back to the stuff that I've already been working on. You know, we already have. That's ours, because I'm, re- I'm not really planning on keeping any, really any of these. Right. I mean, it's nice to read some of the stuff, because it's kind of like, oh, I didn't realize I liked this. Mm-hmm. So that's been a good thing. But we're kind of getting into this part where there's a lot of, a lot of dreck yeah. <laughs> coming up. And uh, I'm not really feeling it. And I, you know, I, I want the show, and I know Jen does too. You know, we want the show to be good. We want the show to be good because we're excited to read what we're reading, uh-huh. and we're having fun doing it. And some of these books, might, you know, at least the ones that we haven't done yet that I'm looking at, uh, seem like kind of a chore. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I just don't feel like it's uh, necessary to put ourselves through that. So that being said, we'll do Omak because I've never really, I don't really know much about this character or about this whole deal. I don't know anything about him, actually. Are, do you know, do you know of it at all? No. Okay. No. So Omak was like a, stands for a one-man army corps. Okay. And Jack Kirby created this like back in the, like the 70s, like when he jumped to DC to do the new gods and all that shit. Uh, he created, you know, this Omak, which... Originally started out with a, there was a guy named Buddy Blank who was uh, linked to something called Brother Eye, mm-hmm. which is a satellite that uh, allowed him to have certain powers and everything. Brother Eye has been around for a while. I think I don't know what happened to Buddy Blank, mm-hmm. but it somehow switched over to another dude. Who is uh he's an or he was a seventeen year old orphan on the streets of Gotham. But this is this guy? It's this guy. But he said he grew up in Metropolis. Well, maybe it was Kay Fabian. I don't know. Oh maybe. I mean, according to DC Wiki, it says that. maybe I don't know, but yeah, he did he did say he grows up in Metropolis, but Yeah, he does say that. Uh he became OMAC because apparently they shot up a bunch of orphans with OMAC viruses or whatever, and so yeah. they can become these weapons. Yes. And uh the brother eye is trying to control this OMAC, but you're resisting against it. Uh-huh. And we kind of see how some of that's kind of going on at this point. Uh, apparently, this OMAC had a big, big uh, deal in uh, uh, Infinite Crisis, mm. which uh, is something that I, 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 again, there's so many things. To read. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Mm. Uh, I just remembered because the other night, and I'll, we'll get to the comic in a minute, but I love the year last night and. Before that, I was watching cartoons on Disney Plus. I finished. I managed to finish watching uh, the Fantastic Four cartoon. Oh yeah, because uh, that only went on for you know however long it you know only on for like two seasons, and uh, you know I started it like when Disney Plus first came out, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'll just finish this. I didn't watch the Impossible Man episode because fuck Impossible Man. Oh yeah, no. There's a few like for for some reason there there are like. Episodes of Impossible Man, these Marvel cartoons, and I'm like, you fucking keep that. I, re- sh- I remember we had to read something with Impossible Man. We've read a few. And I was just like, no more. There was a, an issue of Spider Woman, yeah, that we no. read with him in it, and it fucking sucks. It does. And uh, yeah, so I, I skipped on that one, but you know, I watched uh, you know everything, and it, it it's a good cartoon. I mean, I, I enjoyed it because I'm a little bit nostalgic for it because I used to, you know, when I was at the kind of at like the height of bit of my comic fandom uh-huh. earlier on, mm-hmm. like in 94, 95. And uh, I used to wake up to watch that when I could. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, you know, I started playing football, so I couldn't do that as much. Sure. But, uh, you know, I used to, I used to watch the, the cartoon and, and this doesn't, it doesn't have like the, the, the Disney one doesn't have like the Stan Lee stuff in between. The problem with the cartoon is that it's a, it's definitely a bit hokey. Uh-huh. It's a lot hokey. Because uh, yes. Ben Grimm. Ben just, Grimm is. Ben Grimm is Ben Grimm and he won't shut up. Just yeah. Like he, just like in the comics, he won't shut the fuck up. Right. He's just like, hey, Stretch, hey, Susie, ah, matchstick. Uh, you know, just like, shut up. Yeah. Fucking rock monster. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh, Sean's full of rage. I feel like the majority of the episodes mm-hmm. are have to do... With either Doctor Doom, Silver Surfer, 
or Galactus and probably the Inhumans. Like, it doesn't feel like that's maybe just I, don't know. I really I really appreciated when we had Malice, Mistress of Hate. Yeah, you were introduced. To, I, I've uh, known of Malice, but yeah, just you were. I was really excited about that. I was like, it's me. So the, the hat, the hate monger. Yeah, it's me. Hey, Mistress of Hate. Hatemonger and Psycho Man. Well, the Psycho Man in the cartoon, but Hatemonger also, they they team up to bring out a hate. a malevolent personality in Sue Storm known as uh, Malice, where she just wears like a gimp mask. Yeah, pretty much. And like a fucking studded and it, collar. Yeah. And she just hates things. And I'm like, I could be her. <laughs> she's a, It's just a lot of like, she's just like, hey, I, she said a few things, but it was just like, I'm here to hate. That's literally what I'm here for. Yeah, that's that's a that's a deal in there, and uh, you know, it just I don't know. It it was it's fun, mm-hmm. but now I kind of maybe want to go through the rest of those uh, cartoons. Sure. So I, I want to get through uh, X Men, which a lot of people are a lot of people know and a lot of people love. Uh, the Iron Man one, mm-hmm. and uh, there's also the Hulk one, and there's also a Silver Surfer one that. I've, I think I've watched most of it mm-hmm. on YouTube, but I'll have to see if I missed anything. But yeah, so it's pretty cool. Anyways, back to OMAC. What did you think of this? Meh. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't crazy. It's Meh. a lot. It's very, it's a very like, the colors and stuff is very, feels very beige. Like, it, it really does. And it kind of also has this feeling where it could be like from any time yeah. in the last 20 years. Uh-huh. Where it doesn't, it, it could be from the new 52. It could be from 2004. It doesn't actually matter. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very 2000s. Yeah. It's very 2000 and late. Yeah, it, it is. When is it actually from? So on the cover, we have the titular OMAC beating up a bunch of uh, U.S. soldiers in a room full of computers that have the Brother Eye mm-hmm. insignia on it. So that's basically the cover. And uh, we start off with basically what's happening on the cover. So well, uh, what year is it again? The book? Yeah. 2006. OK, thank you. So so this guy, uh, Michael Costner, possibly related to Kevin Costner, which will actually make him will put him in the uh, uh, Man of Steel movie. Oh, God. Uh, Did he drown along with the, the horses? While no, no, he just, he, just had the cake? Hero, he just had the hero cake. Yeah. Apparently this guy was doing a bunch of heroin, but we'll talk about that as we get there. He had heroin cake. Heroin cake. <laughs> so he's inside of this OMAC monster, which. Yeah, uh, at first I wasn't exactly sure how this was working, like how this all like shook out. Because I thought not knowing anything about this, I thought it was just a big robot. Yeah. But apparently it's like a guy. In sort of a suit, he transforms into it's a like, yeah, thing? Instead of, it's like, yeah. It's real origi- weird. Original OMAC, I think, was just a dude that was provided the powers from the Brother Eye. In this case, it's like, I don't want to say it's a cyborg, but it's kind of like a like a organic suit. And it's just like this big blue, you know, looking thing. You know, because he, he talks about, like, at some point, he's like, Oh man, I remember getting injected with these OMAC genes or something. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that yeah. when we get there. So uh, OMAC is fighting all these soldiers, and uh, he's in NORAD, apparently. Yeah, no, he's he's in the Alaskan version, like the because the, there's like Alaskan base of NORAD. Yeah, he's in a NORAD, and then there's a Colorado one because they do show both of them in here. Is that where is there, is the Colorado one, Colorado one where Firestorm is? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, so they're like he's because he's got some sort of like equipment or something that he's he's going to yeah. use on Brother Eye, but he's trying to. Well, cause it, it, from what I'm gathering, because we didn't read any of the others, it seems like he has no control over what's happening right now. And he doesn't have any control until pretty much he gets to the satellite. And then he's like, oh, I can move my arm. Yeah. So right now he's kind of just along for the ride while his robot body question mark like kind of just rips through norad and is trying to get some sort of equipment yeah so there's there's a point where the about like 30 tanks shoot him yeah and they're all like yay and no and and one of the guys like the fuck yeah he's like we missed yeah because he's up in the air and all these planes are like trying to knock him out it's confusing because it is confusing because i don't really know what's going on well because there's a part where like they shoot off a bunch of missiles mm-hmm. and they're like, yay, we got it. And they're like, wait, no. Well, no, but I mean, here it's like, are they shooting at him? And is he like, 
evading them so that yes. they blow up their own themselves? I guess so. Because he's not very, attacking them. No, but they're trying to stop him from getting away, I guess. They're trying to stop Omak, but he's not, like, resisting them. No, but he's getting away, so they're trying to shoot him down, but they're failing miserably. Somehow they... Ma- Absolutely miserable. Or somehow they're managing to, like, blow each other up, or he's just kind of... Yeah, and he just doesn't... Evading them. Yeah. Or no, wait, does he punch this one? I don't know. Maybe because he has like this big fist here, and I can't tell if he's flying or if he's if he's punching it. It's it's there's a lot. The art is kind of confusing. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot, and there's a lot going on. This doesn't, which doesn't help. Is this where the the fighter jets follow him? Yeah, the fighter jets are following him at this point. And there's like one guy who's like obsessed with it, with like getting him, and he's like, "I'm gonna get him." While Omax is going up into space. And so his friends are like, dude, you can't go up there because, like, your thruster is frozen or something. Yeah, because he's, he's doing the whole, uh, you know, I'm going up in the stratosphere trick. Yeah, and it's not working. Um, so he... They should have got Randy Quaid from Independence Day. He's pretty much is Randy Quaid, and he, he does not... Hey, assholes, I'm back! It doesn't really matter that he wants to get Omac because Omac basically goes into space, and he's like, ha ha, I am in space. And so then he flies up to this... Busted ass satellite. Well, hold on for a second. We we get we, before that we get a quick thing with NORAD in Colorado. Oh, that's right. This is where we see Firestorm. Right? Yeah, Firestorm and Cyborg are there, and I forget they're, they're the Colorado out. one not trashed. Alaska one in flames. Yep. There, you know, Cyborg's like oh, I was supposed to stop him. He NORAD's uh, in Colorado Springs. Just FYI. Is that the one in the mountain? Yes. I thought that was in Wyoming. Nope, it's here. Yeah. So Firestorm. This is Jason Roush questions whether or not Brother Eye could have embedded itself into the NORAD computer. I don't know. He's he's kind of like a Brainiac-esque type of, like, Brother Eye. Yeah. Yeah. It's also revealed at some point, which well, we get, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so he goes to, the, yeah, so Brother uh, Omak goes to the, so, the satellite and... Uh, he's, like, uploading all this information or... Or the program's uploading the information to him. Yeah. And then he starts seeing like all these flashes of stuff. And this is where he's like, oh, I see Batman created Brother Eye. Yeah. Batman's got Just, a connection to Brother Eye because he uses it he, to well, spy he, on his buddies. Well, yeah. He was like, it was supposed to be like protect humans from metahumans. This drawing of Batman, I do have to say, is a very good one. Yeah. I really like the way the suit looks. I like the way he looks. The ears are good. The ears are great. This is this is a good Batman drawing. The cowl's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was like, oh, it's too bad he's only in this one panel because he looks really good. Um, but he's like, he, it's like, oh, I see Batman creating Brother Eye. And then, oh, here's me at the orphanage getting just like shot up with this Omac juice. So instead, instead of gruel, they get Omac juice. Uh, but for some reason, there was like this EMP. Yeah. Electromagnetic it- pulse that apparently killed everybody else who had the Omac in them, but for some reason, this guy didn't die. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, he was in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the toilet when everybody else he was like, hey, what's going on? Oh, shit. Yeah. So he's like the only one left. And then he's finally like, no, I'm going to fuck this. I'm out. Uh, by the way, I was doing a lot of heroin. Yeah. Uh, no more junk heroin for me. Only the good shit. Top shelf heroin, please. Um, so he starts like moving his arm and then he like throws the bag that he stole like into space and then he's like okay now i have to figure out how to get back to earth what is this piece of hardware brother i, I don't must know be, must be in this piece of norad hardware and he moves it and he uh i mean it doesn't really it. Yeah, i was gonna say it doesn't actually matter as we see later in the book uh-huh. he just lets it go into space thinking like haha i win but well this it is doesn't part, matter now this is the part where he's in space and he's like trying to like because now he kind of has like control of this omac and he's kind of freaking out about where how to get back to earth and that that actually would feel very real to me if i was like in space i i mean how do you get back to earth when you're just a robot well if you're turning around it's like you have the means to get back to space you know you're well you 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 think so? You I think mean, so. you were under, you didn't have any control when you were taken up into this satellite, you know, into space. And now you're like, okay, now I have to figure out how to get my weird robot body back to Earth. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds uh, terrible. It's, it's, it's actually very uh, panic inducing for me. Oh, yeah. Because, like, a I lot can of, see that. What? And maybe that's why I haven't seen gravity yet. Or, I mean, I'm not the. I don't matter. know if gravity, I mean, gravity might work weird me out. 
really it's just uh, waking up in a panic every morning, realizing that death is one day closer. So well, yeah. at least you could be in sp- maybe you could at least maybe if space. I was in space, I, I would just be like, well, at least it's pretty. At least I'm not on Earth. I'm, yeah. I mean, look at how beautiful Earth looks. I don't have to think about the nightmare that's going on down there right now. <laughs> I have other things to worry about. So uh, we jump to Nevada and uh, we're hanging out with a bus full of strippers. Woo! Being being driven. I didn't know strippers did. I don't know where. I don't know where they're going. (laughs) I thought they just like were independent contractors. I guess uh, maybe they are. I don't know. I mean. I thought strippers had like a home club, but I don't. I don't yeah, know. that's another thing too. It's like I thought you just kind of I mean, worked around where you lived. Well, yeah, usually you have like if you're just a regular stripper, you just work at the club down the street, right? Right. But if you're like a porn star, oh well, yeah, because you feature you, and they bring then you, you in, yeah, they pay the, you and yeah. yeah. But that's kind of like you know doing a gig somewhere. I once saw a stripper dressed as Michael Myers. That would have been fun. Yeah, that was actually kind of cool. Yeah. She did a thing. I never saw anything that interesting. Yeah, strip clothes are usually, for the most part, kind of boring. Yeah, they're kind of sad, actually. They're kind of sad, but, you know, depends on, depends on what stage you are in life. There was a complete nudie strip. So I'm assuming it's the same way everywhere. But here, if it was an 18 and up without alcohol, yeah. the strippers could be butt-ass naked. 21 and up with alcohol, they had to wear a G-string. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same anywhere. Well, it's different. Like in Buffalo, I think it's like 18, 18 and up. You can, you know, the strippers have to wear pasties and stuff. Oh, no. No, it's full-ass nude. But in Canada, it's, you know, fucking all bets are off. Right, it's Canada. Because <laughs> it's Canada, you know. Yeah. They so, have health care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got health care. Yay! Woo! So do whatever you want. Naked stripper. Yeah, so we would have, there was a, a 18 and up place down the street that I went what, to. Where? No, it was out in Denver. Oh, okay. Closer to my friend Shannon. Uh, and we went once with our friend Damon uh-huh. and we like went to the, the bar and like the stripper just spent the whole time talking to us about her shoes. Shoes. Yeah, they were all really excited when they saw women there because we weren't going to be weird and creepy. So a lot of yeah. them just like talked to us about like their lives. Yeah. There's need something to talk to other than other than other strippers. Yeah. And other than weird dudes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were just talking to us about like where they got their shoes and stuff like that. Speaking of strippers, I watched a movie the other night that I've always wanted to see mm-hmm. called Stripped to Kill. Okay. Because I remember seeing like ads for it when I was like six or seven. You know, it okay. was like one of those things where it's like I think it was I think it was up at the drive-in. Oh actually, shit! Which uh, back yeah back in the days we didn't give a fuck. No, you, no. You, you just have fucking nudie ass women's movies in drive-ins. You know, right next to. You know, a bunch of kids in a you know a bunch of kids in a station wagon watching Benji the Hunted. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is yeah. where I was. I wasn't at Strip to Kill. Yeah, but you could still see it. I could have if I wanted to. I don't remember seeing. It. I remember seeing it on the marquee though. Mm, Strip to Kill. And uh, it's nuts because basically it's about like a girl or about about a police woman who goes undercover at a strip club run by Norman Fell. For some reason. Okay. To uh, find out like about this murder about a stripper. One of her partner is uh, the not Paul Reiser dad from uh, My Two Dads. Okay. Greg Evigan. It like just starts off like, you know, like, you know, who done it? And then eventually it ends up being like a guy whose sister was a stripper and she left town. Like he was like a kid, like a seven, like a teenager, like a teenager or whatever. Uh-huh. And he started posing, like wearing like fake breasts. To like as his sister, as his sister, or start, started doing that, and he started killing these other strippers. It just turns into like this big like people are just running around with gasoline, and they're setting these fire. Like everything's on fire. Everything is on fire at the end of this movie. But why? I don't know. It just all right. Fair goes enough. Nuts. Okay. And uh, may have been a canon movie. I'm pretty sure it was. Mm. Uh, mm. Definitely yeah, had maybe. definitely had the hints of that. But, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I've always wanted to see it, and I was like, oh, this movie's nuts. It sounds nuts. Yeah. I guess. And then the strippers. It's one of these strip clubs where apparently you could do you do regular ass stripping, mm-hmm. but then you could also do like have like sets and shit, you know, like set like like uh, like like you want to do like a teacher, you could have like a blackboard. There was a girl that was walking around like with a bunch of fucking skeletons, and she she was dressed in like just a reaper costume. I feel like that would be a lot to have props, but I mean it might make things more fun. There's the one girl you would have liked this. this one girl's walking around in a reaper costume and carrying a noose, and that was I eventually like it. yeah. It was I was like. Is this art? I was going to say. It was just a guy in the room crying. That was the art. (laughs) 
One of the best gags. Oh, such a good Simpsons joke. <laughs> As you can tell, there's not a lot going uh, on. There's not a lot going on. Is uh, yeah, not not a lot. Anyways, stripper full, band full, band full of strippers. Uh, they get a flat. Can we just talk about WAP. Oh, he wants. <laughs> Did you want to prolong? Can, can we about? just talk about WAP instead of this book? Let's talk. You want to get your WAP out? <laughs> Go ahead, get your, go ahead and get your wrap out because we got we to finish this. We got the wet-ass pussy game going on. Uh, Cardi hey, B and Megan the Stallion blessed us with a wonderful track. Because God bless. God bless it. God bless dirty rap in yeah, 2020. Yeah, damn, yeah. Because you all didn't know. You look, for a long time, and I mean, granted, was, it's, it's been around. It's but always been around. It's always been around, I mean, but for some reason, now we're everybody all seems home. to have like forgotten about Little Kim. I'm just like, who doesn't remember how many licks? What the fuck are you people losing your shit over right now? There is, yeah. I mean, candy shop. Oh my god. But, well, it's always okay when a dude does it. Don't worry about that. That they're all oh, that's, upset that's, because that 50 cent? yeah, that, I think yeah. That, I, thought she, I thought Lil Kim was on that. Mm, oh. She might be on it, but he, it's his song. Yeah, the song is like, like oh my god, women singing about sex. Oh! <laughs> well, I was got to the point where we're getting to the old days. You know, we have, you know, we're everything old is new again because I got Ben Shapiro reading the lap rear. Well, that, and that's like literally what I said on Twitter, and like the day later it came true because I was just like. Oh man, conservatives are like clutching their pearls o- over a song. Everything old is new again. And I'm like, I really hope that we get a conservative, an angry conservative reading the lyrics to WAP, yeah. all upset and like worked up just like they did when Body Count came out. Yeah. And literally like the day, not even 24 hours later, it happened. You know I was like, oh, it's so wonderful. The 90s are here again. You know what's next is that Megan Thee Stallion and uh, Cardi B need to uh, go speak at Congress. <laughs> that, that's next. Yeah. Because that's the next step. That's when you know, that's when you know the shit is lit. Oh, my God. I would that's when love you know it's off the chain it. because that's when you had fucking D. Snyder talking <laughs> to t- tell Tipper Gore to eat shit. I was going to say, I also tweeted that. I was like, Tipper Gore would be so proud right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And Tipper Gore should have eaten shit, but that's that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the bus gets flat, and the strippers are out there, and they see like basically a, a meteor, kind of like uh, Superman coming down. Oh yeah, yeah. And he just crashes into this crater, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, let's go see what's going on." And, and they go over, and it's just a dude, just dude. And they're like, "Oh, I, I gotta help him." Well, they make it so the way that this, but looks, it's also it, it looks weird. But they're also everything they say is odd. What do you mean? So when they start, like, they're like, oh, I'm going to help this guy. They're like, yeah, why don't you keep trying to help him a little lower? I'm like, what's happening? He's unconscious. Also, you just witnessed a man fall from, fall the, sky. from the fucking sky. You know, granted, maybe I mean, they're strippers. They've probably seen a lot of shit. Well, they were just like, oh, he got hit by that meteor. I'm like, well, he wouldn't be alive if he got hit by a meteor. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, also, this is what the, the distance is kind of weird because it looks like this meteor is like crashing like way off in the distance I'm like oh we're gonna go check it out yeah and the first of all it's like you're in the middle of fucking nowhere in nevada right at night right there are fucking it is snakes the desert it's the desert it is cold there are snakes and wolves oh man and you're so all like wolves. we got a flashlight let's go look at the meter now granted yes i would be curious but mm. also i would be tentative mm. these girls do not care no so they see Olmec and he's uh you know all you know, thankfully his pants didn't burn up. Kind of like the Incredible Hulk, because like my pants are indestructible. <laughs> so yeah, they're very confused because they're like, well, I don't see a plane, but you know, maybe get hit by this Hobbit. Hobbit. Sure. And they're like bring yeah, him on the bus, and he's he's unconscious, but he's still breathing, and he doesn't have a scratch on him. Mm. So they bring him on the bus, and uh, the bus driver is like, "Hey, you ladies, what the fuck?" You know, right? It's kind of giving them shit. It's like we're not a hospital. It's like, well, we gotta help this guy. He's like, yeah, well, once we get back to Tahoe, we're throwing on the street. He wakes up at one point, and they're like, "Oh, I'm so and so and so and so." One of them is Vellum Vienna. Vienna. Okay, what's the Vellum? Quick, want to point out. So he's laying there. Uh huh. He for, he also like he starts muttering. He just goes weed. Oh, that's right. They're like, oh my gosh, he's trying to say something. Is it water? Do you want water? And he's just like weed. <laughs> <laughs> drugs. Give me give, drugs. Give me that sweet, sweet green. So then he's he's lying there. He's muttering, and then the next step, next scene, he's just sitting up in a seat. Yeah, telling them that he grew up in Metropolis, which he did not. Yeah, uh, he grew up in uh, Gotham. Oh, in one of them, the whatever her name is, Valoria. What's her name? Uh, Valerian? Yeah. yeah. She's like, you look really familiar. And he's like, <laughs> well, this bus driver says, 
you got a show tonight and I don't want no sagging eyes or anything else. Yes. Well, as we know, staying up late just makes those makes those tits just so saggy. Your whole all your whole body just goes. Bleh. You know, if you don't get at least six hours of sleep, everything's just like womp. But as you get eight hours, everything's like wee. That's how that's how the women's bodies work, guys. That's how it works. That's I, how it works. I have not get gotten more than two hours of sleep in my entire life. When, sometimes, which time, really explains the one time, me. The one time we had to get up really early, we only got like two hours of sleep, and I woke up and you were just a puddle. Yeah, you know it's. It's really difficult. You just like scooped me and used a dustpan. <laughs> just, well, how did I scoop you in? I'd, I'd have to like push your you, mass into you like, did. A, like you, a bucket. You did. You you used a dustpan and you just sort of shoved my oh, mass okay. into a trash bag. <laughs> and, then I and you were like, come on, we got to go. We got a flight. <laughs> and I checked you in luggage. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just checking a bucket of wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bucket of chum but it just has me with my eyes i'm just blinking it's like that uh that weird face that's like on a, you know what i'm talking about there's a people cosplay it and it's just like that weird like stretched face oh yeah 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 you know yeah, what I'm talking, I, just, I, just about. I just look like that but it's just more silly putty-esque yeah, that's what yeah. happens if you don't, it's, it's how it happens if you get don't get eight hours of sleep. So I mean, that's why they always saying eight hours of sleep is good for you. But it's weird You'll because be a puddle because other he's, he's talking and then all of a sudden he's like laying down again and these girls are just kind of watching. Like, oh, he's going to sleep. It's like, like he's kind of like a yeah. like a baby. It's it's yeah, it's kind of like a baby. And then they're just like, oh, we got to get to Tahoe. You know what? Let's all stop and sleep real quick. But then we're back in space, and this is where like whatever he stole like. The equipment just assembles itself into Brother Eye on yeah. this satellite. Yeah, so we're back to square one. Yeah. And uh, we're stopped off. Yeah, the bus is stopped off, so... Everybody sleeps. Omak gets up and he steals a bunch of $5 bills and some cigarettes. Yeah, and he goes outside. And that's when Valorian or whatever the fuck her <laughs> name is, Vel- Velum. Velma. Velma goes out and she's like, I knew I recognized you. You're the guy from Vegas who went into our dressing room and stole a bunch of shit. And now you're stealing more money and my smokes. And she's like, I knew I recognized you. So she like pulls out her cell phone and she's going to call the cops. But all of a sudden, a semi truck almost runs them over. Well, This is what happens when you're on the fucking road this in the middle what... of the night. I told you it's dangerous. Uh, yes. They didn't listen to me. You would think you would be standing on the side of the road. But that's not, you're not even safe there. <laughs> you're not even safe there. You're not safe anywhere. Just mm. keep going. It, it's true. It's keep true. Keep going. Take shifts and driving. This this is like that uh, red-handed podcast we listened to where those people died in the middle of the Australian desert on yep. the highway between Perth and wherever the fuck. Because yeah, well. there's apparently not. Apparently, Perth is very, very remote for a city. Well, Australia is new. fucking huge and dangerous. Well, that is true. So. <laughs> Apparently, Perth is so remote that it's actually closer to cities in other countries than it is to other cities in Australia. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, as this happened, uh, the truck's coming up and Omak saves her. Like, his uh, limbs become all blue. Yeah, he, like, j- grabs her and he, like, jumps over the semi and, like, puts her down. He's like, sorry, I- I'm still not getting the hang. I'm still trying to get the hang of it. And she's just like, what? What are you? And then that's that's that. That's it. That's it. And good question. Nobody knows what he is except for a uh, hero. He there is one part where he like go. We missed this part, but it was when he was going back down to Earth, uh-huh. and he like was yelling at the satellite, and he was like, "Kiss my white dopey ass or whatever." Yeah, bite, my doped, do- bite, bite my dopey ass. My white doped ass. I think is <laughs> my white doped butt because he's yeah. not gonna say ass, but. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's how that ends. Uh, mm. That is OMAC Volume 3, Number 3 from November 2006. Do you want to read Issue 4? Nope. Yeah. I do not. It. I have no interest in OMAC and his weird... Pro- how much longer does this run? Well, I this mean, is a limited series, so this only goes on for... It's like three of eight, so we're we're still got time with this. Yeah, I don't know... Uh, I actually, yeah, I don't care. Nope. That's the thing. There's, there's a lot of like these ancillary characters, which I love a lot of ancillary characters, but sure. some of them I just can't give a fuck about. And yeah. that's a shame because, you know, you know I, want, I want to give everything you can't, a chance. You can't give a fuck about everything. You can't, that's true. You cannot give a fuck about everything. You know, you got, you got to pick and choose what you're going to give those fucks about. So yeah. it's okay if it's not OMAC. Fucks given out, the fucks you give out should be metered out properly because yes. sometimes you might not give enough fucks and you might run out of them I yeah, mean, you can run, running out of fucks is sometimes a good thing but you can also also run out of sometimes fucks. a bad thing 
Yeah, so yeah, it could be a bad thing because then it doesn't really if you don't give a fuck about something. Yeah, you're like, wait, I want to give a fuck about that, but I don't have any fucks left. Yeah. It's very sad. It's a, it's a problem that we are facing in this nation amongst True. everything else. True. So, so many problems. We need we need uh, we need the uh, <laughs> gonna... f- the fuck stimulus package. <laughs> Somebody pass the fuck stimulus package. I would love that. Mm, me too. I think that was I think that was what WAP was supposed to be. <laughs> WAP, WAP. It was full of fucks. Yeah, it's definitely full of fucks. <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> so yeah, that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. You can. Uh, Find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. And email the show, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And uh, real quick about Facebook, I am going to plan on doing some unboxings. Oh, uh, man. Because I have off tomorrow. Uh, so the day that this releases. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, maybe do a few unboxings. Uh, because I made some money on Mercari, so I'm just buying more shit to replace mm. i'm trying to fine-tune my collection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out how to do that properly because i don't really want to buy more things to put space put figure out the space <laughs> issues you also don't have any room i don't have any room <laughs> so uh yeah i want to kind of figure that out properly yes but i did buy some cool shit and uh go ahead and open it so stick around for that but once again folks thanks for listening Oh, oh! by the way, rate, review, subscribe on Apple mm. Podcasts and anywhere you get the show. I have to check and see if we're up on Amazon. Uh, no. <laughs> well, we could be. Well, we could be, but don't you have to agree to be up on Amazon? Because I sent you that link. Yeah. Where, like, if you're going to be on Amazon, you have to agree never to disparage Amazon. So you and I, we're never going to be there because, no. What? How How could we ever agree to that? Well, I would prefer to be on there, but I don't. We don't really talk about Amazon here. What if I want to say fuck Bezos? No, you're right. What if I feel the new... What if Bezos buys DC Comics and drives it into the ground, disbands it completely, and I'm on Amazon Podcasts, that means that I'm not able to say fuck Bezos. Superman has to work as an Amazon Prime driver. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a living. Right? (laughs) So I want to make sure that I have my fuck Bezos abilities. Okay, fair enough. All right. But you could review and uh, rate the show on Apple Podcasts, yeah, 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 yeah. Stitcher, uh, Spotify. Yeah. Those are all places you can check us out on. And uh, we would. They're definitely- not asking me not to say fuck Tim Apple. <laughs> I- <laughs> it took a minute. It took like a half second for me to remember that. <laughs> and, uh, Throwback. I love it. <laughs> so anyways, folks, uh, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.